what up claire time to get out of hair my first day on the job and it's filled with fear but together we will survive and then proceed as we avoid mr x in the rpd raccoon city i'm stuck like i'm caught in the snow a zombie run up i'ma bag him no grocery store even though i'm a rookie i shoot like a pro you like me in the second game should have seen me in four continue podcast <laughs> that was hi everybody that was terrible <laughs> terrible so bad where did you find this i i i googled resident evil rap lyrics because i i didn't want to (sighs) know i just thought somebody please forgive the coughs bill dear our dear suffering producer bill might have to edit out some coughs this episode of continue podcast a show that is about video games and slow jams uh, I thought that Googling Resident Evil rap lyrics would have just led to, like, a verse that referenced Resident Evil. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. And, and instead, I stumbled upon real nightmare fuel. So, this is a, a subgenre, if you will. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny that you bring this up because my son, who loves Minecraft and all Minecraft-related things, has discovered the wonderful world of Minecraft music videos. Oh, where God, people no. take, take songs like, like, uh, like Justin Timberlake's uh, Can't Stop the Rhythm mm-hmm. uh, and, and replaces all of the lyrics to, with Can't Stop the Wither. Oh no. Uh, no. And, oh, no. And so he, he that's what he watches now. I'm sorry. That's, and it's that's just... it's 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 fine. It's, he's <laughs> he's having he's having fun. He's so what? He's... Uh, go Google for him Mining All Day Long by Miracle of Sound. Oh, Mining all, right. all Day Long by Miracle yep. of Sound. Okay, uh, that'll do that. That that person with the the save for Dave Roberts' sanity is none other than Susan Arndt. How are you, Susan? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so tired, man. <laughs> That's I like you. I love the post-pandemic world. Like I always knew every time somebody would be like, "Man, how can this just keep going during the pandemic?" I was like, "Just you wait until the middle of this decade." <laughs> That's when it's gonna get real spicy. That's when it's gonna get real interesting. I like. I like that the like a hundred years ago it was the Roaring Twenties, and now the history books are going to chronicle the I'm so tired twenties. <laughs> the tired twenties. Yeah. The the tired twenties. Uh, for all the, the tiredness, I have to say, for our, the purposes of this program, it's nice that there are like really awesome video games, like. All of the video games that were supposed to come out over the last three years are all coming out all at once. And it's difficult to deal with. Uh, what are you talking What? I, I yeah, must what not games? want to play any of them. What are you talking about? Oh, really? Like, in the past few weeks, so much good stuff has come out. There's Resident Evil 4 Remake. which We're recording on the day <laughs> of the Resident Evil 4 day, so we can't talk about it yet. Um, but, like... There's the Fatal Frame Four just came out in English for the first time ever, oh, and it looks awesome. Okay. Uh, there's like 
that incredible looking Bayonetta game that's actually sort of a Zelda game? Like an old yeah, style Link Link Between Worlds game. Yeah, I want someone else to pay, play that first and tell me about it. Because it, like every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that looks... Wait a minute, it's a Bayonetta right. game. Hang on. Uh, I'm confused. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be your Huckleberry. Like, Thank I'll you. I'll go in that mine. Yeah. Uh... But like you'll, I, you'll like, fall on your sword for that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll fall on the sword. There's that. There's yeah. Like there, there's uh, like a dragon Ishin, which I know we talked about in the, on the last couple of episodes. But like I stuck with it and it really picked up. Like it okay. got really good. I need to get back into uh, it. There's just there's just all kinds of things, and I I also I I don't want to talk about this too much because I don't have much to say other than like good game is good. But I am playing Midnight Suns. And man, good game is good. Like it is that battle system feels so nice. Yep. And the the only problem with that entire game is Susie, you were talking about how like they didn't do what the Marvel's Avengers Square Enix's presents the Avengers is <laughs> Yeah. Did, yeah. Where like it was like 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 the fucking Kroger's MCU. Like, <laughs> like uh that doesn't do that except in like specific, like weird instances. Like, I don't like that Iron Man is Robert Phoney Jr. Like, that's he is doing a, a good RDJ, but he is clearly he's, doing right. RDJ. Yes, he's clearly doing it. He and, is. But like, I'm like, will you please get back to letting me talk with Blade about Art of War? Yeah, like, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's just like a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um, Blade that's has a book club. He's got a book club. He's got a book club. Like, come He'll on, help. how do you not want to play that video game where Blade has a book club? Got to play that game. Uh, yeah. That, so, like, the fact that there's all this good stuff is why we're going to be primarily talking about the year 2009 on this episode. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. That, that person uh, who you hear running a Left 4 Dead fan site is none other than Staff Roberts, Dave <laughs> that's Roberts. That's all... <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the most 2009 Yeah, the thing. most 2009 game. I'm, I'm writing uh, angry screeds about uh, why, the, why Ubisoft is selling the Prince of Persia games <laughs> ending as DLC still. <laughs> In 2023, <laughs> they shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that. Put the ending what? in your game. Yeah, you what? know. What? Okay, so the 2000. I don't this. No, the game was shit. Well, yeah, the 2008 Prince of Persia game. It ends. I actually liked the ending of it because it's like kind of a downer and pretty dark. Uh, it was like kind of like a bold way to end a video game, and then realizing like, oh no, there's an ending. You just have to spend ten dollars to get it. Why? Right. Who thought who thought that was a good idea? I've uh, just been saying that so much lately. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? Who thought that was a good idea is really the Ubisoft story. Yeah, this, yeah. it's the same company that is using AI or that well um, not to get into the AI thing but like even before that tr like trying to use free labor to get oh, people yeah. to make stuff for a game that n will never exist no it's never, never no never I actually like here this, I, we don't have to pull on this thread too much but let's I want to play a little impromptu continue podcast game okay 
In what form does Ubisoft exist in 2025? It's it, legit, like, not rhetorical, not a bit. Exactly like, the same form it exists now. You think so? You yes. Think it, like, oh, man, between, between the money lost, like, the penalties they are playing on the delay of Skull and Bones... Because Skull and Bones was subsidized by government grants in <gasps> oh, multiple nations. Yeah, like, like, like they, nations. they literally cannot cancel that game because if they do, they will like default a right. significant amount of money. Oh. Like Singapore, I think, mm. is where like one of the studios is. Yeah, yep. They so they, so they keep that. kicking that can. They haven't. They haven't shipped a successful product in many years like even assassin's creed valhalla underperformed for them in term and like in financials because it didn't make up for the shortfall on things like far cry 6 failing oh, yeah and everything else well and so and then they announced yeah. like two like two new assassin's creed games and like coming someday and not mirage? actually saying what they are other than the fact that one mirage is rated m for in-game gambling <laughs> but then they quickly took that away because people were upset that you could gamble real money. I, that yeah. was, I guarantee you that was that was a, a China play. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so all, all of which is to say, who buys that? Who buy? Who find? Who finally mm. defeats wives' gilly, wives' guillemots, uh, staving off hostile takeovers? and chops it up why would anybody want to they'd want they want assassin's creed they want the brands yeah they want the brands yeah they want the ips well yeah i guess you do want assassin's creed yeah it's a pretty good you want assassin's creed yeah you want assassin's creed and uh, rainbow six yeah you want all the splinter you want the tom clancy right 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 you want all that stuff yep okay you want you want that rayman juice (laughs) just that that just dance money fountain just dance is a spigot yeah it just it is they were making that game for the wii up until like a like a year ago (laughs) guys it lasted until 2019 yeah that's amazing that thing printed money yeah so i i don't know i like it i guess i guess if we're doing a 2009 episode talking about ubisoft's fate is a very relevant Mm. well hey in 2009 it seemed like the sky was the limit far cry 2 came out assassin's creed 2 they were good games it's sad assassin's creed Uh, 2 was a very good game it's very good yeah it's very good it's fun yeah uh susan you recently played a very good game i did called fallout new vegas yes that's a very very good game it is and then you decided to play a very very bad game. All right, let me let me paint the picture for you here. Okay, yeah. all right. So uh, I'm looking for games to play, and I'm going through Game Pass, and I see all the Fallout games, and I had played Fallout Three for a little while, and it bounced off it, and I and I think I, and that was my remembrance of that because I didn't get it mm-hmm. because I was coming at it through the lens of Elder Scrolls, and Elder Scrolls for me anywhere is very much about the treasure that you find in places you find this ridiculous sword that does all these crazy things and some of the stuff that the treasure does is actually 
crazy, right? Like there's such a thing as bad treasure. You know, it's cursed or whatever. It's really, really cool. It's very much about that. Very much about the loot. And me never having played a, a Fallout previously, I was like, oh, well, it's from Bethesda. It will be Oblivion, but with guns. This is not the case. It is mm-hmm. the, the the air quote treasure of Fallout is handled completely differently. It's a complete philosophical difference. And I did not understand that at the time. But then I played about 1.5 million hours of Fallout 76. <laughs> and I and I get it now. And I understand how the world works and, and what the treasure you find is like I like I get the vibe. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. I understand it now. Let me try again. Because obviously these, these games are insanely popular, and I would like to, like on paper, I should like everything it does. And I went with New Vegas because that is across the board, everyone says it's the best Fallout. Yeah. Fire it up. It has maybe one of the best opening hooks ever. Oh yeah. So I've never, I've never video. played New Vegas. Okay, here you go. I, I was, I was so uh, Liam Neesoned out. That's fair. By that's bad. Yeah, that that yeah. that three, game. Like I, I still three to this such day don't understand why. Why do people talk about three like it's amazing? Because it fucking blows. Because it's because it was the, it's the the technological leap from two. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, so it, was very, it was very brown. It was. It was I remember so brown. it being oh my very God, brown. So brown. It's just brown. It's so just here's brown. here's the okay. You are a courier. You're in the Mojave Desert. You've been hired to take a platinum poker chip to some dude. Who hired you? Who cares? It's money. It's not that kind of party. You're just doing your job. You're en route, and a guy stops you and mugs you and takes the chip, and he's wearing this checkered suit, and he has slicked hair. He shoots you in the head, buries you in a shallow grave. A robot digs you up and takes you to the nearest town where the doctor patches you back up. They say, oh, the dude in the checkered suit who shot you in the head? Yeah, he went that away. You go, thanks, doc. You go that away. You come to the through a town he supposedly went through. You come across a bunch of guys dressed like Roman legionaries who have, <laughs> who have slaughtered everyone in town. But they haven't just killed them. They've run a lottery, and the lucky people in the lottery were beheaded. The ones who weren't quite as lucky were crucified, and the ones who were really unlucky were burned alive. And the head of the Roman legionary says, Hi, good to see you. We'd really like it if you would tell everyone what you saw here. Bye. That is the beginning of New Vegas. Also, I, you're also burying the lead. The checkered suit guy is played by Matthew Perry. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that until I rolled credits. I did not realize it was Matthew Perry. Yeah. Could I be any more irradiated? Could I be? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's... <laughs> that, I, that is very... Okay, so two things. Yeah. That is very not comparable to any fallout experience uh-huh. i've ever had yep but that is also like that's peak obsidian yeah that is, it like, really is yeah yeah that is some truly obsidian shit yeah uh top to bottom so like how okay what what did you play this on by the way what, what were you playing uh, series on? series s on game oh, Pass. all right yep so does that like i know that people have spent you know, the past decade plus patching it 
and getting all the 2009 obsidianness out of the yeah, original the release. Jank. Yeah, it jank. works. Getting that jank out. It works fine. It just works. It, it works great. Yeah, it did. And this is, I think this is more of a great big game on Game Pass issue than necessarily an obsidian issue. It would sometimes lock up transitioning from one area to another. But I never oh, lost any progress from that because it always saves right before sure. you, you do. So I didn't have any problem with it. Um, there was a, a little bit of jank. Sometimes uh, enemies would fall through the floor or, or get stuck <laughs> in the architecture, that kind of thing. But it was, you know, nothing. It's not like Alpha Protocol where all of a sudden no. your arm is a rifle and it's going through your forehead. No, and yeah. The- Nothing right. like that. Nothing like that. Okay, so so I play New Vegas. I absolutely love it. My husband, by the way, is watching me, and he's like, oh, God, now i got to play New Vegas. So we're playing <laughs> New Vegas together. He's over there. Okay, so I spend like 55 hours playing this game. See it through. Absolutely love it. It's one of the best RPGs I have ever played. Incredible wow. storytelling. So I finish, and I go, okay, more of that, please. <laughs> and so I download Fallout 4. Now, Fallout 4 and uh, Fallout 76, lots of overlap, because they share all the same assets and the same crafting, and great. Well, I played Fallout 76 to death, so surely I will enjoy Fallout 4. Okay, so fire it up, and immediately... From a technological and or mechanical perspective, it is superior in every possible way. The graphics are stunning. Uh, It has a robust companion system. It now has this robust crafting system, which lets you make uh, mods for your armor and your, uh, your weapons. And you can repair stuff in ways that you... It's in a more satisfying way than you could in New Vegas. It takes everything New Vegas did and then improves upon it mechanically. And the opening hook is, okay, you, it takes place, it starts the day the bombs fall. You are in your home. You see the mushroom cloud out your window. You, your spouse, and your infant son run to the nearby neighborhood vault where you go you go down and you are ushered in. Hello, welcome. Yes, hi. And shown to your uh, cryogenic pod where you are frozen. You do not know you are about to be frozen, but that's what happens. Haha, woohoo, switcheroo. At some point, you regain consciousness and you see your spouse is is holding the baby in the pod across from you. And you see two people open up that pod Take the baby, shoot your spouse in the head, and then say to you, well, if the baby doesn't work out, we still have the backup, and go. Mm. When you come out of the cryopod, everyone's gone. Everyone who was in the pods is dead. You emerge from the vault 200 years after you went in. Go. And then the momentum... Immediately stops. Fucking hall. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and so I start playing, and I'm like, I don't enjoy this. Why am I not enjoying this? And I'm trying to put a, like, put my finger on it. And I'm like, okay, so part of it is, it takes place in Boston, 
And the very first town you go to is Concord. And then the next one you go to is Lexington. And you're you're rebuilding the Minutemen. And I find revolutionary American history to be immensely tedious. Oh, that's interesting. I, I never thought of that element. I mean, I all of that like early Minutemen stuff too is so it's not just it's so sterile. Yep. Like all of it feels very like anesthetized it all feels very first draft is how it feels yeah like there's nothing there there's no real incident it's just like idea yeah Um, guys guys i got like just like the the the, like someone has like a beer or something or just like smoking weed and there's like guys 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 what if in the future the Minutemen were like the the history (laughs) what if they're back again (laughs) And what it's if the like, future is actually the past? Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I so all I can say, I played four for eight hours, and the only reason I knew eight hours had passed was that my PlayStation Four told me so. Yep. I like because I was like, I'll I this simultaneously feels like nothing has happened, and that it has taken a thousand years for nothing to happen so So, okay yeah so yeah so i but i'm like okay i'm from philadelphia we have the revolution jammed down our throats from the moment we draw breath because philly was kind of a big deal back then okay so i'm like that's what that's what it is it's just me it's just that i don't like this no that's not what it is and i finally realized the problem In New Vegas, whatever you do, whatever choices you make, and these are, you know, these games are very much about the choices that you make and go do this side quest, go help this person or kill them or whatever. Whatever you do, it is very clear that the world of New Vegas will go on without you. Mm. You are a person who is in the middle of events, but those events were not caused by you. They will not stop because of you. It's just how do you want to contribute and what? where do you want to be on the other side of them, right? And in, in the case of New Vegas, it's there's this coming uh, war for control of the Hoover Dam because the Hoover Dam makes all the electricity. And so all these different factions are trying to get control of the Hoover Dam. And you're like, and the game is like, do you want to get involved with this fight? <laughs> Who would you like to hail? <laughs> oh, no. Would you like to merely observe? Okay. Right? Like, it's like that. It's Fallout by way of, like, an airline stewardess act asking what you want to drink exactly. on the flight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Fallout 4, it feels like the entire world has stopped and is waiting for you to show up so things can happen. Which is ridiculous because you've supposedly been on ice for 200 years. But like literally nothing happens unless like, oh, well, we need you to do this. We need you to do that. I need you to go help these people. Now you have to go help these people. And mind you, the whole driving force behind this is you're supposed to be trying to find your son. Oh, mm-hmm. but first, could you build beds for everybody in town? <laughs> because we have to we have to teach you about base building. 
Bitch, by the way, to build the bed, you're going to have to collect enough cloth and wood to build the bed. So could you go loot stuff and pick up a bunch of trash? Don't worry about your son. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, then also, I need you to... And it's just... The emphasis is in the wrong place. Yeah. I, I Susan, I have a question that I, like... Fallout 76 is another game that I put in like the eight hour college try with. Yep. But it wasn't fair because it was the launch month. Yeah, you know? yeah, which was and, trash. And that, yeah. Which was trash. And <clears throat> but even then I understood the potential of Fallout 76. Like like even at the time I was like, oh, you guys made Animal Crossing. You made Fallout yeah. Animal Crossing. And I see how that is like a very interesting place to take this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that part of the problem with Fallout 4 was that there there was not just that first draft syndrome, but an like I, I feel like the the moment in time where the atomic age aesthetic I I feel like that moment has passed. Oh, I disagree with that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, okay. I don't think that's it at all. I think it is 100% in the writing. Interesting. Because mechanically, the stuff you're doing is really not any different from, right. the, like, you go, you get a quest, a person tells you to go do a thing, and then you go do the thing, and right? But the, the role that you are inhabiting is now savior. Mm. You who have emerged from the vault is the, are, are, is the answer to the, everyone's problem, no matter how big or small. Why? Mm. Why? <laughs> and it's and and the the writing and voice acting is so happy go lucky. Like, oh well, you know what? Come see me when you have something. Sure. What do you got? Are you kidding me right now? Like, I'm supposedly. 200 years out of time my sp- and mind you if you've been like this just happened to me five minutes ago i see someone like as far as i'm aware right but no it's oh sure you need me to uh, to go over there and help them so that they can come and live here in our town and then rebuild a bunch of buildings absolutely happy to do it uh-huh like the pacing is wrong the presentation of of situations and opportunities is completely wrong it's just handled all wrong yeah and well what i think the really funny thing too is because i remember in like you bring you talking about this like brought up memories of when fallout 4 came out and people going like yeah like mechanically it's all there now i can't wait for obsidian to get their hands on this so they can make the new (laughs) vegas of fallout 4 and it'll be good yeah but that that never happened well i mean the potential for that to happen is very real now like yeah they're all they're all housed under that microsoft they're all in the same company now and like it only just occurred to me so i mean you know fallout four was seven years ago and starfield is going to be the first significant narrative based bethesda saw like studios game since then isn't it because like fallout 76 has story elements but it's not really oh wait what about um skyrim 
Oh, oh Skyrim. Skyrim. Skyrim was 2011. Yeah, it was God, after Fallout was 4. It really? Yeah, yep, that game oh, has yeah. been that that game. Uh, Skyrim has always been here, Susan. That's uh, true. There is, yeah. no, there is no life before Skyrim. It's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. Skyrim yeah. was twelve years ago. Wow. And so, like, Starfield is going to be. I find it interesting that Starfield keeps getting delayed because I do feel like Xbox Studios is probably just like, do it again. Like, go no no. We're not having any no Minutemen first draft nonsense here, sir. God. Uh, we can't, is this we can't have it? Can't be janky. You can't. can't have, no. You can't yeah. have. Uh, I remember one of the because when when New Vegas first came out, it was it was it was broken. Oh, uh, super and broken. I remember seeing videos of like the first guy's head, like the first guy you meet in New Vegas who patches you up, his head just like rotating like a yep. clock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just like that's not supposed to happen. And I, 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 I bet Microsoft is also like that. We you cannot ship a game that <laughs> yeah. does that. We did but not I, spend I'm... a gazillion dollars to have rotating head guy. On Twitter, <laughs> head guy. Uh. I I never see that GIF anymore, and it made me laugh every time too, because it like spins into the screen. But yeah, I'm I'm just really wondering what what seven years on from this looks like, mm. and have and have they sort of learned their lesson because. I don't know, like Susan. Do you? You're such an Elder Scrolls fan, mm-hmm. but like you were talking about, like Elder Scrolls is like about the exploration and role playing. Like, mm-hmm. you, like mm-hmm. you, like it's about being the person. It's not about like experiencing this really expertly wrought narrative the way an Obsidian RPG yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. New Vegas is. And like, I like, I don't know, like the Starfield that like lives in my heart is space skyrim it's mm. like you have an spaceship and you go to <laughs> an planet and you you are like looking for the space stuff and weird space shit happens and it's that's cool like i'm not expecting it to be you are the chosen one and yeah. here's the riveting tale about that yeah I, like but i i don't know i it's so weird thinking about fallout 4 right as you know what yeah. is in many ways its successor is about to come out yeah the, that's and that's uh, you really just nailed it like what's the what's great about new vegas and then also in a in, in a way uh, uh uh skyrim in new vegas you're you're just you're just a person you're just right. the one who got unlucky and got sucked into this right so it's it's chosen one, but all but by way of schlub, right? Yeah. And it, because the story has to be about a, a single person, because it is a single person game. But this idea that things can't happen—you have to be the capital C chosen one—is yeah. what Fallout Four is doing. Like, oh no, you're so whatever you want. Why? Why? Because I showed up. <laughs> Why? This is dumb. Well, and, and and it's interesting because like I, my memory of New Vegas is that it it is still 
like within the limitations of the genre so like stuff still only happens because you show up but the way that they frame all of the encounters exactly is is like like no like we this has been going on for a long time it does not feel like yeah like the game has been paused yes (laughs) until you get there for someone oh finally someone's here oh my god thank you yeah Uh, we got a bunch of bugs they've been there for like 30 years can you kill them yeah 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 yeah. destiny destiny by way of monster closet like yes that's what it is and like skyrim yeah you're the the chosen one because you know you're dragonborn and all that and blah 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 blah. but at the same time it feels like your character could have lived their whole life and never found any of that out but it's just the circumstances that happened and it's like oh well guess i'm in this now okay Right, and it's all about the writing and the construction and the framing and and how you create that narrative, and it, that's and that's what Fallout Four just whiffs on completely. So hopefully, Starfield leans more Elder yeah, Scrolls. Be, yeah, be, be, I, I did see one of the things that came out in the rating of Starfield was just like explicit scenes of sex. Did you guys what? see this? No. No, I thought it was yes. drug use. No, it's drug drug use and sex. Oh, and like, sex? Oh, God. And I'm like, okay. wow, Bethesda, you fucking getting after it finally. Like, I <laughs> I was like, really? Like, all right. Spaceship stuff? Sure. Wait, you uh, there's there aren't any romances in Bethesda games. That not really. Interesting. Like, yeah, they never. That's not their like, jam. They, they poke at it a little. Like there are. Yeah, it, not really. Like it's it's never. There's, there's relationships, but it's like with your companions, and they yes. like or dislike you. <clears throat> they like or dislike you, and like. I know that there are people who roleplay it where it's like, I have my house in Skyrim and my companion is my spouse. And mm, mm-hmm. yeah, but know, it's not like, it's it, not like Mass Effect where it's like, right, I'm going right. to have right. a romantic <laughs> encounter. Yeah. Brown Here's my, cow. Yeah. Here's my fucking question about when Mass Effect comes back to is there going to. Is there going to be an HR rep on, on your new spaceship that's just like, excuse me, Captain? Um. You are pursuing many lines of inappropriate contact with your entire crew, with just and your ship. Like, sir, you have tried to take your spaceship to the bone zone, and it's just you gotta, you gotta stop. You, you have to stop. You have to stop. Okay, uh, here's here's a hot take. Mass Effect should never come back. Yeah, yo, that's. Dude, I don't think that's I a hot that take. Conversation earlier today, I like don't like. I okay. People I work with were a talking about Mass Effect 3's ending because it's still a thing that is discussed. Yeah, Come 2009. It's a good. It's 2009. It's a good ending. Uh, but also, like, people were like, "Oh yeah, like Andromeda," and I was like, "Part of the reason Andromeda sucks." It's not just because they spent $5 and a Kohl's gift card to make it. Uh, the story's over. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, it's over. You, yeah, you did it. Yeah, you 
you did the thing and and your ending literally is like it's it's all done it's new <laughs> universe time mm-hmm. Seth Green gets out of his spaceship girlfriend <laughs> and they're on a jungle planet it's new life like make something else yeah <laughs> just, make just, just make something else it's just, okay it's fine it's yeah. fine 2009 was awesome we loved it and Thane is the sexiest fucking green man in history that is a fact done the the end uh just make a make that Thane game uh all right <laughs> susan one one last thing about fallout for before we abandon uh the that whole torrid game to the wasteland of old steam reviews uh are you gonna go the distance with it are you finishing it Oh, I stopped playing it after five hours, and now I'm playing a garden story where you play as a grape. Tight. How is that? (laughs) Yeah, how is that? Is it good? It is a pleasant experience in which you make numbers go up. Okay. Nice. I can get behind that. That's it. You know, you're a grape. Like, what more do you need? (laughs) Are there puns? Like is there like a are there like like fruit related puns? No, oh. no. It's just the characters are like there's Plum and there's Fuji, and <laughs> you know one of the what you have to fight a boss in uh, who that lives in the depths of the library and it's a bookworm. Oh uh, yeah, nice. So it's it's that level of things, but it's just it's just pleasant. It's not oh. particularly hard. So that is, I think, the best possible transition into this statement. Uh, And I've been excited to make this statement to you guys. It may be the best selling system ever made, not called PlayStation 2. But I think the Nintendo DS is the most underrated gaming device ever made. This is my statement. Hang on. Clarification. When you say DS, do you mean OG or I mean, are we talking about the entire a, it's family? It's a it's it's a it's a it's an old audio format moment everybody. I'm holding up a DS. <laughs> everybody listening on Apple podcasts can hear me holding up a DS, right? I mean the the two screen system the original DS is a, a, a nightmare promise, right? The yeah, like launch, yeah. the DS fat is a nightmare promise. It, it is screens, a console birth in the year, what, yeah. 2003? 2000, yeah, birth in the year 2003. It, it when, looks it. And it, it like, really nothing, does. Oh, yeah, it looks like it, it looks like a Nokia cell phone commercial came to life and tried to move into your house. Wow. Like, that's, that's what the, the no, original like, DS looks it, like. No, it's like a Nokia commercial came to life and wants to borrow 20 bucks. It was. It, was. <laughs> <laughs> it really wants to know if you'll co-sign on an apartment. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, yes. It is fucking rough. But, yes, like, but, by, okay. by the... By mid-2005, like, within six months of that system coming out, we had Canvas Curse. And it was... Mm-hmm. Like, nobody had thought of anything like that before. Like, it's so... Like, all of us know people who were born 
into a world where touchscreen interface yeah. is just yeah take for granted yeah that's just yeah. taking for granted but the idea that you could do this at all and it's so weird so okay j- just to inform people like why 2009 the episode is happening susan's been playing fallout we will be talking about the fact that the 3ds store and wii u stores the last scions of the dual screen dream are closing mere uh, uh mere days after we're recording this and i got it in my head when all the chatter about a month ago about the 3ds and wii u shops clothing closing came up people were like oh it's kind of in the last times that you're going to be able to legally buy a lot of these like famous ds games mm. like brain age and and phantom hour wow. yes. so you buy brain them age. you well buy them They're, not on the 3ds mind you on the fucking on the wii, fucking wii u, wii u. <laughs> right yeah that's Wait, the what? only place yeah. yes <laughs> Nobody no- remembers this, Susan. The only place Nintendo has ever officially re-released DS games is not on the 3DS where you could play them, but on the fucking Wii U. Yes, also not true. They released one DS game that you could get as a Club Nintendo reward. It was WarioWare Touched. That is, the, that is the only way, downloadable DS game on the 3DS, and it's only, you cannot buy it, it is only <sighs> available by redeeming, like, however many points uh, at oh Club Nintendo. Yeah. So, so good, uh, it was sm- good, this is, a, like, a multi-billion dollar company, by the way. <laughs> Think, thinking about all this, I suddenly was like, you know, as the spirit is tends to take over my soul uh i was like i want to play spirit tracks again it's it's the only zelda i've only i've ever played just once Mm -hmm. and i remember enjoying spirit tracks i know a lot of people kind of talk shit on it now um and let me tell you replaying it i understand why yeah because it's terrible Oh my god, the game just shut up. I don't, like, <laughs> Ninte- the worst part of 2009 was Nintendo being like the fussiest helicopter parent. Being like, are you going to be okay crossing the street? <laughs> well, Do you know what a key is? Well, I'll tell I, like, you what a key is again. The, like, and it's like, <laughs> the thing is like, it sucks, but you can also understand why. Because right. they stumbled right. into a world where my father-in-law owned a DS Lite. He never oh. played video games, and he right. had a DS Lite. Interesting. And they're like, we have to sell normal video games to people, <laughs> to, right. to normal people. Yeah. Which they didn't, they didn't understand what Apple knew at the exact same time. Yeah. Which is don't worry like the people that want to play video games will just play them yeah and the people that are now new to this environment will find their own things and like yeah make mario kart they'll meet in the middle and it'll be fine yeah um but like so after spirit tracks like you know i i i bought myself one of the final ds's they ever made the DSi XL, which was explicitly made for the person that Dave is talking about. Like, mm-hmm. this was the final sort of luxury high-end model that was explicitly targeting older adults. Yep, I got one. Know. Thank you very much. It's awesome. The, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Great. The screens it's so are so good. good. It's, it's so incredible. good. It's incredible. I think it's I have two of them, actually. Yeah. It, they're just... But, like, it also reveals how wonderful the most basic ds design tenets and experiences were 
And it makes me like hate video game culture. Like I go back to reviews <laughs> from that time and it's like another fucking DS game where the map is the only use of the second screen. Having the map there is amazing. It's all like you the, need. <laughs> it's the greatest feature. So mm-hmm. I have been playing Resident Evil. The the Resident Evil Deadly Silence, the port of the original. Oh yes, that era. Oh wow. The DS yeah. subtitled game. DS. I love that so much. It's the oh, stupidest yeah. thing, and I love it Ninja so Gaiden, much. Dragon Sword. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. It it's so it's so innocent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like like guys, I know people talk shit on that game. I love the idea of like. Here's the Nintendo DS. We have all these people playing video games that never play video games. What are we going to call this Mario platformer? New Super Mario Brothers. See, it's new. <laughs> like, I fucking love the entire ethos of this machine. Yeah. But, like, all like every review was like, oh, fuck this. Like, uh, uh, they, uh, ha- fuck having the map. Fuck having, like, 2D games on this thing. It is so wonderful. And, like, I go back... So this this version of Resident Evil that I've been playing is funny because it was, you know, it was not like the first Nintendo-based Resident Evil. Like Resident Evil 2 was on Nintendo 64 back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like the first time they were putting a Resident Evil game on something that a lot of people had. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like GameCube where it's like, we're going like, to make Resident Evil 4 and only 10 people are going to p- play it because that's how many GameCubes we sold. Uh, and, you know, at the time it got horrible reviews. It was like people being like, oh, it's the original Resident Evil again, and we've played this game on every device. It is, the like, PlayStation original with, like, barely, like, no load times. Mm. Like, you go through the doors, you get the animation, like, you just transition. It just runs mm-hmm. perfectly. There are no hitches in the animation. It is so, like, beautiful to look at, like, all those old 90s effects. Um... There is a moment, Dave. I don't know if you've played the original, original Resident Evil, but like, no, Susan, the, I know the, the DS game was actually my first exposure to that like original FMV cutscene. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah it was the first time awesome. I saw like 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 goofy looking Wesker combing his like combing his hair? cemented hair in so that good. like amazing intro sequence. I was hooked immediately. Anyway, there is um, there's a fight about halfway to like two thirds of the way through the game where you're sort of in like a cabin and there is a giant plant that will like fuck you up if you try to go in the room. And there are two different ways to do it. Like you can just murder the plant, but it will take a ton of your ammunition to do it. Or you can find a note that teaches you how to make a chemical Mm -hmm. by mixing all of these different things in sort of a chemistry lab. And it's just really fun. But there is, you can find its root system and then you pour the chemical on it. And there's just this great hacky old 96 effect of they, they couldn't get, you know, the polygonal deformation of the roots to work because it was like part of the background. Mm. It's like that pre-rendered thing. So you pour it on and the root system turns into sprites. It's like like 2D animated sprites just sort of like shrinking. And on the DS screens, it just looks so cool. <laughs> like I, I reloaded my save like twice so I could watch again. I was like, there it goes. <laughs> uh, but playing this 
having the map open the entire time, there is a rebirth mode in it where they did the DS thing where it's like, hey, fucking throw some touchscreen stuff in there. Oh, yeah, sure. And, and like, you know, it's like you walk into a room and now you have to swipe with your finger to stab zombies. Uh, and that's, it's so dumb, but it's so fun. <laughs> like, it's just inherently joyful. Uh, and then there's other DS things where it's like, I appreciate the thought, but this fucking sucks. Um, there's the scene... In the original Resident Evil where uh, you have to fight like a giant snake. There's a giant snake. Mm -hmm. It got the zombie virus. Now it's a huge snake. And it bit one of your guys. And you, in order to get the best ending, you can save him. And in the game, all you have to do to save him is like, go get antidote for the poison. Bring it back. In the DS game, it makes you perform CPR with the microphone. (laughs) With the microphone? (laughs) Right. So you have to blow into the mic, but it's like like all of those like DS experiments, like it doesn't really work well. Yeah, like it wants you to be like really delicate. It's like blow in just a little, and so I'm like, God damn it! And yeah, then, and then like purple blood just starts exploding out of a <laughs> bite wound. And I was like, Oh no, I'm gonna try it again. It's like. <laughs> it's like he, Eric is dead. <laughs> it's like Nintendo <laughs> DS, yay! <laughs> Do you remember? Was it Phantom Hourglass? Where it's like in order to get the sale, there's oh, a guy God. that you have to buy it from, and he'll charge you like a ridiculous amount of money. But yeah. if you're really enthusiastic, mm-hmm. you know. lower the price. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So the louder that you yell into no. the microphone, mm-hmm. oh no, the cheaper the sale is. Oh, <laughs> it was the first. That was the first. I lived in an apartment. Have known. <laughs> oh, no, Dave. Dave, did you realize that you just had to blow really hard on the mic, and it no. like the more. Well, no, yeah. because that was like really early before like you realized that oh, this is just this is garbage. This is like this is like <laughs> n- like NES technology. I can just. And it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Man, I... Anyway, <laughs> this this wonderful machine, it sucks because, like, be, just because of the very nature of it and the way it functions, you can't replicate the experience in yeah. any meaningful yeah. way. Yeah. Like, there, are, like, there are emulators that are getting very good at it. Right. But but it's not I, like I, I like I would never in a million years think of using one because no. they're all they're all just like fundamentally like 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 because I've seen people go like oh like you could play like DS games on your Steam Deck or whatever I'm like okay that's cool but like one of the modes is like the top screen is the giant one and mm-hmm. little tiny next to it is the bottom screen like taking up like a like a quarter of the right side of the screen of the the monitor's real estate but because it's it's a square it's like super tiny and mm-hmm. it's, it's just like there's no good way to do it no and and even if you try like like talking about how wonderful and novel these experiences were you don't realize how well tuned they were like mm-hmm. yes blowing into a wound <laughs> didn't work (laughs) but the fact that everything in it is designed in a way to like 
perfectly accommodate the way your eyes are going to move between a screen separated by like a little half an inch like barrier between yeah 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 or like the way that like the games account for that like the way that like metroid pinball like like if you actually put those two screens next to each other like they would an emulator it doesn't match up it because it's shit. yeah because it it's literally accounting for that little gap in the screen. It's such a smart such man. Did you guys play Trace Memory? Yes. Oh god, I fucking love Trace Memory so much. That love- is the one time I don't remember I don't even remember the specifics of why you were blowing out candles, but you had to <laughs> you had to blow out candles, you had to mm-hmm. blow dust off of mm-hmm. something and that was that is literally the only time I did not feel like a complete tool blowing into the <laughs> DS. Because then it's like, yes, now I'm, I'm actually making a thing happen. And oh my gosh, isn't that cool? And there was another puzzle in that game where you had to close the DS. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. the ink on the top screen would make an image on paper on the bottom screen. So, Susan, most people forget... That trace memory is basically uh, uh, Hotel Dusk Zero. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like and that's that's all. God, I miss that studio so much. Sing. Yep. It yeah. Was so fucking. Did you ever awesome. play the sequel? Dude, uh, I I modded my Wii U just so that I could play another code R. That's yeah. so. There's trace. Susan, have you ever played Trace Memory too? No. They made another one for Wii. Yeah, the European name incredible. for that game for Trace Memory was called Another Code. Yeah. And then the sequel was called Another Code R. And that mm. only, it, it's, in, it's in English, but it was only released in, in Europe. Yep. And it's different, but it's good. Like it's it, it's it's different. Like 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 you you talk about the sequel to Hotel Dust being different but like kind of mm-hmm. eh. no this is like it's different but it's like it's it's good like it's it's more of like a quiet sort of like slice of life thing with some mystery stuff thrown in it's the but weirdest, it's it's effective like who makes a game the premise of another code R is so fucking cool so trace memory for anybody that is not a weirdo like the three of us <laughs> trace memory is you play as a teenager and she goes to an island to meet her parents there. And it's like some mist shit starts happening. Like there are weird puzzles Whoa. and all of a sudden there's a ghost a ghost child who is talking to her. And now she can talk to ghosts. I don't know who decides to make a follow-up that is about this child trying to reconnect with her estranged father. And that's it. That's all it is. It's, I'm trying to go camping with my dad. And it's not like Life is Strange, where it's like fucking, like, Mumford and Sons and shit starts playing in the background. (laughs) Oh, 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 sometimes your life takes a turn. And you need to find the ones you love. Oh, oh God. Oh. It's so, it's so, so on the fu- nose. So fucking terrible. Um, if that game like, were made ten years later, it probably would have. But mm, like, I know, being a product of the late aughts. <laughs> yeah, we're not in 2019. We're firmly in 2009. But, like, I don't understand who decides to make that. And I don't understand who decides to give them money. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> they did go bankrupt, so... 
oh they went super bankrupt <laughs> like, oh sing what's what's your premise oh we make games for nintendo we make nintendo exclusives uh oh that's awesome like mario and stuff like no we we make games that are mostly about how life is mo- like boring a lot of the time and like how that's kind of beautiful who buys that nobody no nobody <laughs> fucking no one that's who um I, I but anyway it. yeah i i i wanted to present to you the guys the the argument that the nintendo ds is the most underrated system in yeah. the world well because because uh, the, the thing is like you know it, yeah it's sold like gangbusters but that's just because games like brain age and mario and mario kart were were huge system sellers for for people that weren't necessarily interested in the ds but that success allowed people to get really weird oh, so yeah weird. they yeah. got so weird yeah it just it, it, like it reminds me of electroplankton that's all yes. I'm saying. electroplankton it oh. reminds me of of the ps1 era in a lot of yep. ways where yep. like the playstation one was so successful and it was so cheap to make games for it that everyone was just like throwing shit at a wall to see what yeah. stuck, and they were bringing stuff and like stuff like Final Fantasy VII was like hu- like huge seller. So they're like, "Well, bring all the fucking Japanese games over. They want it. They want it all. Just bring it over." And it's cheap to do, and they can you put it on a CD and get it out. Same with the DS. Super cheap to make games for it. Super popular. They're like, "Well, th- there's a ha- like." I I imagine those meetings went like a hundred million people own a DS. Yeah, fucking make mm-hmm. it. Fucking yeah. make it. <laughs> And it's weird too to think about the fact that you know we 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 live in an era where like yeah you want to make a game just go do it like all it takes is effort and you can probably get it distributed on a Nintendo console now but the difference between that PS1 and that DS era was you could throw whatever at the wall and whatever did get thrown at the wall had the luxury of quality assurance departments and you know, a real budget and different mechanisms within like a corporate structure to ensure that it was like functional. Whereas, you know, you like you go on the Nintendo eShop and you download some like super weird looking indie, you're kind of rolling the dice on whether or not that thing works at all. Yeah. That's true. Super interesting, but it might be fundamentally broken. Uh, I was reading yeah. a thread on Resetera today about how, like, it, it, somebody had brought up the discussion point of saying, uh, I'm nervous to try out weird indies on eShop because, and then they went through like a list of ones that they'd purchased, and it's just game breaking bugs. Just mm, things that don't run. That's the thing. Like, it's not even about, like, it th- does the game work on a conceptual level or. Right. It, right. It's like, does it literally work? Right. Yeah, and you never had to worry about that on DS. Like, That's I mean, true. yes, That's the true. blowing, blowing into a guy's snake wound. <laughs> <Might not. laughs> well, all these companies want to be—they want to be Steam now, right? Like, they want to yeah. have the like because they realize, well, if we put all of the games on here, we make a third of the money off of all of them. So get them on. Like, what? A, there's no downside other than. You know, like at least Steam lets you refund money on a purchase if you buy it. It literally doesn't work. Yeah, PlayStation doesn't let you do that. No, no. I don't. Even, I don't think Nintendo does either. Nintendo. <clears throat> all right. So, 
I am here to tell you I got a re- refund from a, for a Nintendo Switch eShop purchase earlier oh. uh, last year. Yes, I did. It can happen. You need to basically prove to them over a extended period of time that you did not play that game for more than a few few seconds. Right, right. Like they they will track your use of it on your account based on like when you purchased and when you contact them. So the reason I got a refund was <clears throat> I'm sure you guys are very surprised that I couldn't wait for my physical copy of Klonoa Remaster to get here. Ah, uh. I could. I was a little bit of an impatient boy. Uh, and so I was like, Ooh boy, Klonoa. And I downloaded it. And the frame rate is so fucking bad on the switch Ooh. version that it literally renders the game unplayable. Like, Oh it's, wow! Okay. Yeah. If you're if you're used like Sonic to like, Colors bad, like I, I heard stories Sonic about. Bad. I heard. Yeah. I I don't know if they fixed that or not, but when it launched, I heard that was. Sonic uh, Colors is much better on Switch now, but it you know it's the kind of thing where if you're used to sort of sixty frames per second like buttery responsive uh, platforming, and like I don't expect that from the Nintendo Switch at all anymore. <laughs> I I do on certain things, but man, yeah, it was unplayable, and so I contacted. You have to contact Nintendo customer service and talk to a person. Okay. And say, uh, hi, like, I look, this is broken. Yeah. And that is why I am contacting you. And they'll say, oh, we'll look into it. And then they just vanish for like 20 minutes. And multiple people on Reddit and other forums said like, yeah, that's what'll happen. Like, you, you need to just keep that chat window open because they disappear for a while and you basically need to be like committed to staying right. until they respond and they'll be like we're looking into this for you we're looking into this for you we're looking into this for I mean, you he's, pro- then, he's probably talking to his manager trying to get a- approval for talk- it talking to their manager to get their approval and they they'll they will like they will be like so confirm that you purchased this at this time and how long did you play it for and they'll be like all right we're going to confirm that and yeah, so <laughs> don't you, you know, have this data? Like that's right. So <laughs> I <laughs> what? They, uh, eventually they were like, we do not allow refunds, uh, but we will make an exception in this case. You know, it, the charge will be returned to your credit card on file. Please turn off and turn back on your switch. And so they can make it go away. So they can make it go away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 how that works yeah uh like which is you know what that's fine that's you know fine what? I, it, it's a little bit more like involved and a little less transparent than it should be yeah like, well like I, like yeah. steam is just like hey did you play this game less than two hours no you submit a ticket and then their system automatically goes okay and then it takes it off of your account and gives you your money back like that's yeah. it. The, the 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 only thing is like, did you play this more than two hours? Yes, no. Right. I know. I know. I shouldn't be throwing stones at a company when I'm wearing a Metroid hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> you well, also got that Windfish. Yeah, I know. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. I didn't so, even think of it. Maybe just calm down, Nancy. But I'm okay with like I don't. First of all, I would not make it two hours. I would make it one hour. Yeah. Because uh, although. I, does it count you as playing the game if you're just trying to get it to work? 
I think it's tr- on like Steam. It's, I how, mean, it's, right? it's however long it's running. Yeah, because okay. there's that like Steam time encounter right. that basically like mm. whenever the executable is running, Steam is like logging that time. Okay, right. because like I, as much as I spiritually want to let people return games that they just don't vibe with, like oh right. this looked cool but it's really not. That's a well. That's too bad for you, right? Yeah, right. You didn't this do point, your research. Yeah, you didn't do your research, and also, like, when it was a physical thing, when if you no longer had the physical thing, you could no longer play the game. Like back in the in the days of of going to Babbage's. Hello, hi, I'm very old. <laughs> Babbage's. 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 Uh, then fine, but now eh, that's not true. So now it's like, no, if it doesn't work, you should absolutely get your money back. Faux yeah. show. And so I feel like Nintendo is is fair with that. Yeah, I mean, I again, I I wish that they were they told people that that was the case. Oh, I wish, like, yeah, I, that's fair. Yeah, that like like the fact that I had to go spelunking into yeah, Yield into that town. Yeah, that's to, reasonable like, to yep. find a life hack. Yep. To uh, to look what after they massacred my boy. Mm. <laughs> look, what, look what they did to my floppy cat ear boy. Um, anyway, guys, uh, as, as you're listening to this, you can't buy shit on the Nintendo 3DS store anymore. Yes. Is it, is it it actually going down on when this goes up on the main feed on like, or is it like at night? We are, we are recording this on March 24th. The store will be closed on March 26th. It is over in two days. So I can't. So if I wanted to buy something from this, I'd have to have a Wii. You have to have a Wii U or a 3DS. Oh, well, I have a 3DS. Yeah, both shops are 3DS. But Susan, wait, you're also going to have to go into your Nintendo account Mm -hmm. and merge it with your old Nintendo ID. Oh my God, this is going to be flashbacks. And then you need to put, you need to tell them through a web browser Fuck off, to no. Sync you know what, I'll just, no. Go, go, fuck off. No. Yeah, all of which is to say is like, yeah, technically you can buy things right now, but not fucking really. Yeah. Like, I, I know we talked about it about a month ago, but like, after the last Nintendo Direct, there was the preview for the new Style Savvy, and oh yeah yeah my, yeah yeah my daughter was like oh shit what and you can still technically purchase two style savvy games on the Nintendo 3DS eShop I fought I had like my <laughs> I had the 3DS open my phone out my laptop with the browser open using the Nintendo ID app on my phone manipulating the 3DS and trying to use their website to sync my wallets because I had purchased like you can't use a credit card at all. Yeah, you have to use like either eShop gift cards or have it oh, loaded right. to your like no. Switch wallet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and I like, went like yeah. No <laughs> like uh, okay, so I worked Nintendo customer service during the 3DS Wii U heyday. Like like I worked there for a uh, holiday season. Oh God, honey! I under I I was not on the phones. I was doing consumer back office, so I was all email work. Uh, I was fucking good at it. This investigative stuff. I was good at it. anyway. I understand one hundred percent why Nintendo wants to get away <laughs> so badly 
from the way that their network system is set up for the 3DS, because you have the 3DS ID, then you have the Nintendo Network ID that they bolted onto the 3DS because the Wii U came out and they wanted to synchronize both of the systems. But the way that the 3DS handles uh, like uh, title IDs is that they're actually tied to the physical hardware. So when you do a system transfer, it's actually transferring your ownership from one <laughs> physical system to another physical system. So if you want to do a transfer, but you forget to do that, you can't just log in on the system and download your games. You have to physically talk to a person at Nintendo who will go into your account and manually, this is what I did, transfer... <laughs> those titles to the new system i don't uh, it's, okay nintendo is legitimately one of the most innovative mm -hmm. technology companies in history uh -huh. why i mean why? the thing is the thing is that they they are and they aren't they are in the sense that they come up with ways of doing things with very limited technology yeah, but they also use very old technology a lot because it's cheap. Mm -hmm. um, that's and that's their that's been their thing from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like they're innovative, but I would say that their greatest skill, even going back to when they were just like a toy company, was novelty and mm. inventing novel ways to use the cheapest technology event like available to make things that are oh, neat. That's interesting. That's interesting. And, yeah, and like, like the game, the Game Boy basically runs on like ran on like years old parts that they could just get for cheap. Like that's right, yeah, right. and they could sell it for cheap, but also make a bunch of money off of it. Right. Um. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, all this of this to say, all of this is to see, all this to say, I get it, but it <laughs> sucks because. Yeah. There are games because there are games in the 3ds eShop, less so the Wii U eShop because most of the stuff got uh, either ported or there there are like th three games I can think of off the top of my head that are like stuck on Wii U right now and that's the 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 Wind Waker HD, mm -hmm. um, Devil's Third, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <baby. laughs> yeah, and um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. No wait, mm. wait. Now, but all three of us did a show on the Games Radar Twitch channel with the only remaining true digital only Wii U eShop game that fucking rules. And we talked to these guys, all three of us. I cannot remember the name of the studio, I only remember the name of the game. They made a game called Affordable Space Adventures. Oh! That game was, it was neat. It was fucking awesome. You are... It's like... It presents as a side-scroller. But you are piloting a tiny little, like, ship on ah! alien planets. Right? And, <laughs> and this was one of those games where I was like, we're going to have these people on the show because it looks amazing. And everybody else in the staff was like, no, why don't you have Rezzy on the show again? <laughs> and I was like, go fuck yourselves. This game looks tight. And they were so excited to be on with us. And this game ruled. Yeah. And unlike Xenoblade Chronicles X and Devil's Third and Wind Waker HD... 
There is no disc. This game is going to die on Sunday yeah. forever. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Like, and like I said, like there are a bunch of, like, like I don't think there's that many on the Wii U that are going to be trapped like that, but I can think of multiple games on the 3DS that oh, would yeah. be gone forever. Gone I have, forever. A li- I, I, I wrote a list. Uh, do you remember the level five guild games? The development partnership that they had. I forgot about the guild, guild games. games. So they were like short games with like weirdo developers. Yeah, they're like, like hey, well, let's get Suda Fifty One to make a, a shmup called Liberation Maiden with level five, or let's yeah. get um, oh wow uh, Yasunori. Uh, oh no, Yasumi Yasu- 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 Matsuno. Yeah, to make a tabletop role playing game called Crimson Shroud, where you roll dice with the stylus and make little decisions, and it's like a weird, like vagrant story looking kind of like tabletop adventure game, like role playing game. It's really cool, yeah. and it was seven bucks. They made a whole bunch of these things gone forever. The guy, forever. the guy who made uh, mm. was a uh, Boku no Yatsuma. Uh, what is it? The 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 summer adventure game for the PS One. Yeah. Attack of the t- Tokyo Monsters. Great little yeah. game. That's, Gone forever. It's a game. One of these little games is you... It's so fucking weird. Yeah. You're you're like a little kid who is like basically spending your Saturday... Yeah, just like, like a lazy Sunday. ...in like the 70s. And you're just like sort of going around your day, but then there is... A giant like kaiju monster and the person who has to fight the giant kaiju monster is your mom who turns into a kaiju <laughs> and the whole game is only like two and a half hours long and it rules it's yeah. so good it's so good i forgot about those entire yeah oh my god yeah gone forever uh uh, one of my favorite games on the 3ds uh rusty's real deal baseball which even if you have a copy of it <sighs> Like you won't it. you you won't even be able to play it because you it requires mo- this was like Nintendo's like we're we're gonna do like free to play but like weird uh, oh yeah where you download the game for free and you meet Rusty a guy who he's a little dog who runs yeah, a baseball yeah. store and he's got baseball themed mini games he wants to sell you. Uh, his marriage is on the rocks. He does not talk <laughs> to his children. <laughs> And his business is failing. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? You haggle with him to try to get coupons to make the minigames cheaper to buy with physical money. Did you try just yelling into the microphone? (laughs) 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 You just press the berate button and then blow into the microphone and... But yeah, like, and it was it was because like what you would do is you would play the games, and you would unlock coupons, and then you could redeem those coupons to to take money off of the the games to see like what the lowest price you could get for them is, and they'll start at like four ninety nine a game, but you could like for some you could haggle them down to a buck or whatever. It, and then. Do, and I mean, th- are you paying with real money? Yes, real money. Yeah. Like you okay. put okay. your credit card into the eShop, yeah, and like got it, it got gives it, you it. the next game. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. But, and as you're playing these games, you're also unlocking a story of helping Rusty get his groove back. Oh, God. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. Awesome. 
It's so good. It's, it's so good. One of the best games that nobody played. And like, even if you have like, like that's the thing. Like a lot of these games, if you have a hack 3ds, it's very easy hacking. Look it up online. Just there's a guide. I'm saying exclusively the word guide to you, listener, to Google. You'll find it. Uh, it will walk you through the steps to hack your 3ds. None of these games will be lost forever. But Rusty's Real Deal Baseball because of the way that you need to pay money to the eShop to download or to unlock the other games unless someone's made a way to like like a like included mm. DLC tickets which maybe I think you could you could like load those onto the 3DS and it'll recognize that you have I don't know how that shit works um but it sucks cuz it's it's weird and uh there's there's literally nothing like it uh yeah. ever never will be <laughs> So um, Dave, on my I on my list, I only picked three, and Rusty's Real Deal Baseball was one of them. But the ex- the same development team of Rusty's Real Deal Baseball at Nintendo resurrected like one of the Japan only Famicom series for a game called Sakura Samurai. Oh yeah! Did either of you guys ever play this when they yes. came out on 3ds? Yes. It's basically new Punch-Out. Like, they made Punch-Out, and they should have just called it Samurai Punch-Out, because that's what it is. And it fucking rules. It's just this super clean game where you play, like, a little samurai, and you're, like, running through the jungle, and every now and again, it's like somebody stops you in your path. They're like, you can't go to the castle, and then you have to, like, Punch-Out fight them with a samurai sword. And it's good. nobody nobody played it. Nobody played cause, it because it was called Sakura Samurai, and yeah. that's bad mm-hmm. marketing. <laughs> um, let's see what else. There are two Ace Attorney games gone forever. Uh, that's okay. Oh, five and six were only released digitally here. Oh, that's right. Yep, Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. They never released kind of anywhere else. Yeah, but if I mean, if you're a completion. <laughs> It's it's an audio format, everybody. Susan's like, what do you expect? It's Ace Attorney. Well, there are good Ace Attorneys. There are. There there were, and there were th- they were happened three. a while ago. Yeah. So maybe stop acting like this series is really great because it's not. Uh, yeah, it's it, like it's very weird that. I guess they they haven't made one in a long time, have they? Because even I mean, the, there were there were the the the, the re- official release of the great the Ace Attorney Holmes, games, yeah, yeah, the Sherlock Holmes ones. Like, but like those are even those those were three DS games. Yeah. Those are from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what else? What else, Dave? Okay, so this series actually does stretch between three DS and Wii U, uh, and they will be gone on both systems. Uh, talking about that Pushmo. Oh, I like those games. Pushmo. Pushmo. We're talking about that Pushmo. That uh, pushmo. You're, a li- you're a little, you're a little fat marshmallow dude, uh, and you push oh, and pull yeah. blocks pushmo. to solve puzzles. Yeah, there's yeah. Pushmo, uh, Crashmo, and Crashmo, and then Pushmo World on the Wii U. Gone. Those are good. God, they're mm. good. Those are so I'm, fun. I'm honestly shocked that Nintendo because they brought box. Box Box Boy back to uh, the Switch. Yeah, to Switch. Mm-hmm. But no Pushmo. It's crime. Uh, uh, man, what a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, no Pushmo. Do you have Do you have Harmo Knight 
on your list? I did not have Harmonite. I did. I, I thought about it, but no. Yeah, because that's not that's a rhythm game made by the Pokemon people. It's the Pokemon team. They made a rhythm platformer. Like, so you have to do like to the song to platform through the stages. Yeah. And I am horrible at it. <laughs> Very bad rhythm, at it. Rhythm games are not really your thing. They're not my thing. They're <laughs> no. Not, I don't. I'm not. I can't do it. But uh, it is so pretty. <laughs> but but I did have uh, another rhythm game, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Oh, that's a yeah. good game forever. Yeah, say goodbye. That one, I feel like will yeah. they'll re-release it in yeah. some and, and manner. There, there or are other. other like you can get the Wii version and the DS yeah. version. Like oh, those okay. those still exist. Like this yeah. is very much like a kind of like a WarioWare Gold. Like let's just put all of them into a thing and put it mm-hmm. out but um yeah um and then and then and then and then pick ross 3d round two <gasps> uh digital only in the united states gone oh thank forever. god it's still on my 3ds gone, for, gone forever say goodbye that, you know every time i think about pick ross it makes me so upset that the 3d ones can't go anywhere yeah yeah, yeah. Cause that they're sucks. so good. Yeah, now I'm just gonna start playing that again. I'm just gonna start all over. Yep. Because the game. Yep. So I thought good. about it. Here's, I have. Here's, I, I looked. I, I opened it up on my 3ds and was like, oh, like, did I finish this? I feel like I fit. And then yeah, like I look at my save files and one hundred percent finished, and then I have a second file that's like twenty five percent finished. So yeah. I just started again. Yeah. So I knew. I knew that the servers were going down. So I did something. What'd you do? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to classify this as a cry for help, guys. I don't know. I don't oh, know if no. we're going to. Did you? Oh, I may. I may have. Did you do it? I may have reinstalled. Oh no! I may have reinstalled a little something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Well, I couldn't let it go forever. No. What well, if? It, what if it went away forever? What if I need it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What, what? What if I need it? And like, well, I just, uh, just, I still, I was when I got. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> I can quit whatever I want. I got it on Apple Arcade because I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How, yeah. And, and then I was because mm-hmm. the first month of Apple Arcade was free, and then I was like, you know, I'll just do it. And it's a month. It's a whole month. It's the, a whole. The month. first time, Susan. The first time is free. <laughs> And then they let you know. I still have it. I have Apple Arcade. I have not looked at a single other game on Apple Arcade. I am paying for (laughs) Apple Arcade just so I can keep access to a game I have on 3DS. There you go. But it's just really... And the horses I have right now are real good. Yeah, you gotta gotta (laughs) keep them going. Can't can't keep keep getting rid of the horses. Gotta keep them going. Gotta keep them fed. That's that's your stable rental fee. That you're paying for those horses, five ninety nine a month. Everybody who has like engaged in the speculative discussion on the internet about, oh well, I've heard like the Switch Two or the new Switch is not going to be backwards compatible. Like, People guys, need to stop talking about this. Guys, that Nintendo doesn't like that this is happening. Because they like money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nintendo loves money, but it is not 
efficient for them to continue getting money on these things yeah and they don't want it to ever happen again well i think the the biggest problem the biggest reason was because like the the payment like the merchant processing thing like the security like you have to upgrade the security so you could continue accepting credit cards are you saying they need SOC 2 compliance Dave? i i think they need SOC 2 compliance i I got a few guides that they could read on how to get SOC 2 compliance uh, PCI yeah. DSS compliance. Ah! Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, work bleeds into real life. Yeah, all the time. Uh, but no, yeah, like so, like I, you know, it's clearly a business decision. It's like it would cost X amount of dollars to update yeah. these systems. We only make X amount of dollar, Y amount of dollars, because X is a different variable. I know math. Y amount of dollars. <laughs> uh, it's not worth it. It's not, it doesn't make enough money for us to continue keeping this afloat. Uh, one little fun thing I would, uh, look at <gasps> Persona that. Q. Look at that. Persona Q. Oh, what that, a good like, game. That, that reminds me of another point too, like not to get too far into it because there, like, there are a bunch of that games that you, that you can get physically still, yeah. but the for prices are so obscene yeah. like I, I just i get i looked up one that i knew was like kind of expensive the professor Layton versus phoenix Wright game which again oh how much is that now? kind of okay yeah. like it's it's not great it's weird but a loose cart price charting has listed for over a hundred dollars jesus like 108 Christ. bucks and that's just the cart that doesn't include the case or instructions See, th- this is the thing with the the Wii U too. Like we were talking about, like okay, affordable space adventures. That game is going to die on Wii U. But you could get a disc of Twilight Princess if you have a hundred and twenty five dollars. You you can get a copy of Devil's Third on a disc if you have one thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah, they released like five thousand copies of that one. They sent right. that one to die. Right. And like the only reason I have one is because the the Nintendo World Store was down the street from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, it, the, the physical option is not really an option on these platforms in most cases anymore. Yeah. Um, man, it, it it's a shame because especially with 3ds, much like we were talking about with the DS, the form factor. No, these experiences will not be properly replicated even when re-released in any way. And, you know, how how a lot of people are like, oh, we'll put Link Between Worlds on Switch. And I'm right there with you. Put Link Between Worlds on Switch. You're really going to have to remake that game. Yeah. Like, from the ground up to do it. Uh, Yeah, it's... The end of an era, the yeah. End of the the dual screen, the dual yeah, screen. Not to not era. to end on like a like a downer, but I like <clears throat> the silver lining is is that like like I was texting you guys earlier. Life finds a way. Sure. Uh, you know, like yeah, it sucks that it's not going to be as easy as going on the the store and putting in your credit card information and just hitting a button and having a download. But these games aren't going anywhere. They'll be around. <laughs> Salute, you can find 2009. Them. Salute. Yes. So goodbye. <laughs> uh, Dave, who are the people responsible for making us force them to listen to this tribute 
to a bygone era. <laughs> Who's at fault? Who's at fault? Who's at fault for for this? Uh, Patreon.com, our Patreon backers, we thank you all very much. Uh, I'm going to give a special shout out to to some of you right now. We've got, uh, oh, I should say the website too. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash continue podcast uh, is the website to give us money dollars to support the show. Uh, I'm giving shout outs to Josh, Jamie, Souza, John Bell, Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Shirley L. Excuse me, got something stuck in my throat. Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony 107, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you all. We, you guys, the, the people that back this show monetarily pay the server cost of this show, keeps it on the internet, and they also pay for things like Game Pass subscriptions for Fallout New Vegas and copies of Resident Evil Deadly Silence. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means the world. If you are not a backer of the show, however, you just listen to it, share the show, force it down the gullet of other human beings, make them listen to it. Waterboard them with our podcast. What are you doing? Just, just, just literally get, get it to the point where they have a restraining order against you because you have been so insistent that they listen to this show. Uh, yeah, just do it. Uh, because you know, you spread the word. That's healthy. <laughs> right? Yeah. I took the right approach. Definitely. Uh, you can follow us on the internet elsewhere at twitter.com slash continue pod. Susan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt, where I will just gush about season three of Picard just constantly. I'm so behind. I'm so behind. I gotta, I gotta catch up. Uh, because spoilers are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very hard to avoid them. Uh, Dave, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at David Robots, also on Letterboxd there, uh, where um, my movie recommendation of the week, uh, it's on Criterion Channel uh, in the Michelle Yeoh collection called Royal Warriors. If you like, if you like Yes, Madam, and wanted it to go harder... <laughs> <laughs> There, it like the one thing that I love about like watching these old Hong Kong movies is tonal whiplash because they try to put everything in them and like one scene will be like, hey, there's like romantic banter back and forth where this nightclub trying to stake someone out, but I'm gonna have like goofy jokes, <laughs> and then a guy shows up and just starts shooting. Everything is made of glass. <laughs> And every just like mowing down like like old people and like the <laughs> the the bartender and you're just like what is happening? Immaculate film, watch it. Dave, what did you think of that 4K transfer for Ghost in the Shell? Oh, it's so it's really good. Awesome. It's really good. Such a pretty pretty movie. Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter at a John Agnello where every now and again you'll find me telling Funko Pop that they're pieces of garbage. Uh, Every now and again. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, everybody, we'll see you in two weeks, at which point Susan will have to hear people talk about Resident Evil 4 again. 20 years. It'll never end. (laughs) By the way, I, I thought of you. I saw one of our former colleagues from Games Radar 
on Twitter asking about Resi 4, and oh. I nearly had an aneurysm at that moment. <laughs> oh, Resi. God damn it. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.